Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Who are Carrie P., Kelly Mann, and Chuck Gaskill? Well, that's easy. They are just three of our favorite patrons at patreon.com slash TMS. Thanks to them, you get the following episode. Coming up on TMS, Pacino Panini. Pasta DiCaprio. You're a fine grit, Mr. Ibbett. A bucketeet can't be beat. You get no Michelin stars, no Scorsese, and no Lieutenant Yar. My bully takes apple pay. Juggernaut bitch. Ice cream sprinklers. Hard humped jump, yo. Marmaduke looking morons. 12-year-old Scott is unavailable. Fisherman's Wharf is not a merry man. I used to sing with a woman who owned a Ponderosa and retired. Lay into it like a boxer. Sue, science with Bobby. And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. <laughs> okay, Atari. Let's see your best pitch. The Atari video computer system is 20 cartridges with 1,300 game variations you play on your own TV set. You can't keep me in here, Atari. Play it. Marmaduke looking moron. The Morning Stream. That's the bravest thing I've ever seen a vegetable do. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It is January 15th, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hello. Can you believe, once again, it's the 15th of a month, the middle of a new month. I don't like how time goes. This, this one, uh, this one has kind of flown by. Like you know, usually I joke, "Oh, it's the Ides of whatever month it is." I can't believe it is already the Ides of January. Doesn't make any sense to me. Time is not what I thought it was, and no. uh, I'm not happy about it. It seems like the more busy things are, the faster it goes, and that's probably normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'd, I'd like things to slow down just a little bit this year already. Just a little, just to just slow yeah. your roll, 2024, just a tiny, tiny bit. <laughs> just a smidge, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I got I got a lot going on that I don't like, and a lot going on that I do like, and a bunch <laughs> bunch of stuff in the middle. I'd like to shift it all to things I like, and yeah. then less of what I don't like. Thank you so much. Uh, it's, yeah, it's lovely to see you all. We had a really fun pre-show thing about Michelin stars, and I think people uh, will be surprised by it. So just a little note here that if you're yeah. not already in our Patreon, get in there because you get this pre-show stuff. And you get way more content that way, and I just want and, more people and Scorsese, to hear it. Michelin stars, and Scorsese both. Uh, That's right. Uh, both coming up a lot in uh, in the pre-show today. Also, I would eat at a restaurant called Scorsese's. 
Oh, yeah. Ooh, right. You know the steak would be good, right? Yeah, it would. Like, what are the yeah, themed just, items? You'd have, like, uh, pesci pesto. That's right. Uh, just ask not to be seated over by um, the Ray Liotta table. Yeah, don't go there. Oh, my gosh, don't go there. Yeah. Uh, and he's not at it anymore. Oh, but... but uh, <laughs> You'd have uh, what, what's a De Niro plate that that rhymes or something? Uh, oh, the, the uh, 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 let's see the. <laughs> you could just call it the pa- pasta De Niro or something like that. Pasta De Niro is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. Uh, be expensive. It would. Yeah. Be, it would be. It would be in every. All the menus would have at least one pasta De Niro in it. All, all every right, every right, item exactly. because he's yes. in everything. You'd have to do it the way he he casts every movies. exactly comes. With, oh, can I can I substitute something for the side of pasta De Niro? Nope. Uh, automatically comes with pasta De Niro. Yeah, and then once in a while, all you can get is pasta DiCaprio, but it's less less overall. <laughs> uh, and they'll only serve it to uh, women under twenty three. <laughs> I like Pacino Panini. Nice one, Max. <laughs> Pacino Panini. The De Niro uh, Euro is good. The De Niro Euro is pretty good. Yep. Exactly. Oh, shit. We got to make this happen. Somebody get him on the phone. He seems like he's a chill dude with all his TikToks and whatnot. Seems like he might have some fun there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, Brian, it's a new show. It's a new day. And we got some things to talk about, including yeah. um, a, a, a thing we got from a listener about this cocaine thing, about the kid tasting the cocaine when he found yeah, a vial so of kid it. kid found a jar of cocaine on a playground and decided to taste it. And, like, uh, like a little psycho. Much, much discussion came about of why would you find something in a jar on the playground is the first is the first thought to taste it. That's right. So somebody texted us. They didn't give a name uh, to 801-471-0462 and said the following. I know several people that when they were eight years old, if they found a jar of powder in the playground, they would have bullied some poor kid into tasting it. Love the show, though. Yeah, we all yeah. knew kids like that, didn't we? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I probably would have been that kid. Or paid. On, uh, Some of them would take the money, right? Like the kid I always tell, I told the story on the show before about the kid that sucked the pregnant dog's uh, breast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. It was for what, five bucks or something? It was a dollar. That's a dollar, that's right. It was right. a freaking oh, dollar, dude. That guy, even back in Ugh. like 1980 money. That was too little. He accepted a yeah. far too small yeah. fee for. <laughs> what is that? Would that be inflation? It really is still just a buck. It's about uh, a dollar. <laughs> still about a dollar. <laughs> yeah, he'd do that for a dollar. We'd say. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we all knew. We all knew kids like that. Uh, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they know kids like that anymore. Like today, uh, if you're a group of eight year olds, have we progressed yeah. to the point that nobody's going to make poor Billy, you know, taste the cocaine? I hate to say it. I, I, we need to hear from some eight-year-olds. You know, all the eight-year-olds who listen to the show, please write in. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I, you hear, you still hear about kids getting bullied and and the horrible way kids, you know, treat each other sometimes in uh, in schools. I'm I worry. I worry to say no. We probably still don't have. Uh, bullying uh, uh dealt with in lockdown even though melania told us to be best oh that's right um, did everyone do that uh, when she told us did we all no you know, i think no? it's a problem that people didn't be best oh, that's and, a shame uh, that's a shame when a national figure says things like don't do drugs or yes uh, right what was the other uh, things uh, give me another one um just say no uh was uh was uh, your your nancy rap- reagan deal. Rap- well that's right just say no and then ra- uh, rappers and their their uh their albums with their warnings that worked for sure. Oh, sure for Tipper. Yeah, yeah that worked for Tipper Gore. Nobody uh, like today. It's not even. It's it's not like it's a badge of honor to have the explicit warning on your album. 
It's not like mm. when you see that, you immediately know that you're going to get some cool gangster rap. It's not like that didn't backfire completely. <laughs> right. No, exactly. Yeah. My gosh, that thing. Um, all right. Also, follow up on the Ponderosa thing. Speaking of cocaine yeah. and bottles. <laughs> uh, separate <laughs> story. This is from another anonymous person. By the way, if you guys want your text to be read on the show with your name, if you want me to say your name, you need to include them in the text because I don't, yeah. your numbers just. Otherwise, it just comes from uh, the same place that those messages we're getting now that say, um, hi, Melissa, are we still meeting for breakfast tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. With no Go, with a number. Replying. No way. Yeah, I'm not going to answer those those things. I got one yesterday yeah. saying, your, uh, hey, it's Bill or Fred or some name. Yeah, yeah, your your PayPal account has been leaked. I'm seeing it all over the internet. Uh, send me your password quick, and I can fix this. I'm like, how no stupid? Really? How oh stupid are people? How stupid are scammers? And that must work for some Jeez. percentage of people, yeah. or else yeah. they wouldn't do it. It's like a low cost entry or a low cost way of scamming people that eventually someone's going to cave and go. Oh my Maybe goodness! If you send it to a thousand, if you send it to a thousand people, and one of them. Uh, likes it, then you know, it probably ends up being worth it for them. Yeah, because it costs them like virtually nothing to to send it out. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this Ugh. is on the Ponderosa Steakhouse thing. It says, "Hello, steak okay. and beer. My first job was 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 as a cashier at a Ponderosa. Uh, one would come in and can just get the buffet or order off the menu. So that mm. confirms that they had menu mm. items as well as just let's just get the buffet." If they ordered off the menu, a side, usually a baked potato, and a salad were included. They would pay extra to eat off the rest of the buffet. I used to sing with a woman that just sold a Ponderosa and retired. Keep up the work and love the show. <laughs> that last bit's great because it means nothing other than weird. She right. sold a Ponderosa. I used to sing with a woman that just sold a Ponderosa and retired. I guess, I guess uh, good money in selling your Ponderosa is what she's trying to say there. Uh, I love that though. I don't know why that's weird. There's no uh, context. Yeah. I sung. I, I used to sing with a woman who just sold <laughs> a Ponderosa and retired. Ah, that's an amazing line. Amazing that is, sentence. That's great. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, that makes but sense. Yeah. So yeah, it basically tells you that you weren't forced to do the buffet, so you could do a menu if you wanted, yeah. and uh, uh, but then you could also order off the menu and then just pay a little bit more and then go do the buffet along with your meal. Interesting. Yeah, right. that is interesting. Thank you for that follow up. I just had one more thought about about the uh, cocaine bottle. Yeah. Do you think it's possible <laughs> that today, if a, if an eight year old found it today, maybe we're not quite there yet, yeah. but today the kid could Venmo the other kid to to taste oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Or the dog boot right, back been, in the day because the kids kids these days probably don't carry cash. Mm-mm. They don't have a dollar <laughs> in their to, pocket. No, I used to have. I used to have. You know, guaranteed cash in my wallet in case I needed to go to a payphone to call my mom because, you know, some emergency. That's it. And with no payphones, hardly any payphones anymore. Actually, I, I have, there's a payphone a block away I could walk to, crazily it, enough. Does it work? Like it's a functioning? Yeah. Well, oh, I, it looks like it works. Yeah. That's so like cool the, now. That's like yeah. retro now. Wow. It is totally retro. But uh, other than that, no. Uh, why, why would a kid carry cash? So, yeah, he would have to. Zell or Venmo. I'll Venmo you a dollar to suck that pregnant dog's teeth. I'll do it, but I only have the Cash App. Okay. <laughs> what about Apple Pay? Do you accept Apple do you Pay? Accept Apple Pay? No, I have an Android phone. Okay, well let's do it. How about just PayPal Direct? We don't have to pay fees that way. Okay. Messenger doesn't Messenger let you do it? I'll suck the dog's boob now. <laughs> That's weird. 
That is weird. Yeah. Weird. Kids today, because they all do. I know, well, I have nephews and nieces yeah. who carry phones, who pay for things using mostly Venmo. They'll go, um, mm-hmm. some stores just accept that straight up. So they'll just go yeah. and do Venmo purchases for their candy and their soda pop. Right. Yes. Or whatever it is they're into now. I don't know. Their, their cocaine <laughs> and their, uh, their bottle of cocaine. Anyway, uh, so there's that. Love it. Guys, look, it's uh, Monday. It's half asses time. And, uh, That's right. Why not? We have a job to do here. Yeah, why not uh, lay into it like, you know, a boxer? Or uh, who else lays into things? Uh, you mean lean into it? Oh, lean works as well. Lay into it's yeah. more like... Um, lay into it. Uh, oh, you really laid into that. Isn't that... If somebody punches you, they're laying into you, right? Or do I have that? I, I, lay into it. Attack someone violently with words or blows. Three use laid into them. So like... You would lay into somebody by beating the crap out of them. Okay, so that is it's more of a physical, uh, yeah, uh, violent. Right. Lean thing. into it is like uh, uh, how you get more effectiveness out of what you're doing, right? right. Like, uh, right, like, oh man, he really, you know, lean into that uh, that the sanding job so you so it gets smoother. I don't so know. that guy really leaned into the Ponderosa. Uh, That's right. Yes. Versus the, laying into it, which means singing. he fought it. Yeah. Right. Okay. By the way, oh, so when Brian's on, I can show you guys this because we talked about it on Film Sack. Oh, what do we, uh, what do we got here? Oh, here, let me play this I thing. Have, oh, okay, show it to yeah. me here. Let me see you. Oh, this is without all the stuff now. Look at that. Yeah, I um, I printed. So this is the Spider-Man 2099 mask. And if you look, like you can see these little hexagons yeah. so clearly how sharp this thing looks. Obviously, I still have the lenses to do. Then the frames. The and those lenses, had, those are posts for the lenses to fit in and lock in, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And the lenses are, the way they're printed, you can see through them. They're they're solid looking, but they're see-through. But yeah, you can see, you know, I did have to print a new top. Oh, but right. I just have to do a little bit of touch-up paint. And I don't want to sand because it's all the, the hexagons. I'll do a little bit of sanding with like a really fine grit mm. just to smooth it out. But um Fix the hole in my Spider-Man. Look mask. at that! Look, you Woo. salvaged it. You salvaged it. That's right. That's fantastic. Nice work. Let's yes. do this. Hey, everybody! Check that out. That music means only one thing, and one thing only. Brian Dunaway's here. Hi, Brian. How are you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi, man. Hello. How hey. are you guys doing on this Monday? Oh, by the way, yeah. you're a fine grit. You're Brian a f- Ibbett. fine grit. Uh, you're Ibbett. a fine grit. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say kiss my fine grits, but it was an older reference that oh. none of the kids will get. Anyway, hey, uh, Brian Dunaway, you're Who home. Who cares what the kids get? That's right. You're home for the bank holiday, yeah? So you're having a good time. You're chilling. Like I am, yes. I am I am at home. Uh, I am I am having a good time and enjoying my robocalls. Let's see here. You can kiss <laughs> I my I can hear in the butt. background, yeah. Yeah, who you yeah, got? Yeah, you can kiss my butt. Who is it? Tell us who it is. Uh, it's just some a number? random robocall. It's just, I just get, I hate robocall. Does oh, yeah. anybody like robocalls? Nobody anybody likes like robocalls. really? No, like, people do. I'm lonely. I wish some robocallers would call me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, don't we, trust them. Now, that is a perfect use of an AI. An AI answering robocall bot, and they could let them fight it out. Just, just right, exactly. Just uh, yeah. like you pick up your phone and and uh, almost put it on a a thing like a modem, like we had in the eighties, uh, yeah. yeah. where yeah. Uh, yeah. the head the earpiece went in a certain <laughs> spot. So you just basically have like a little device you set your phone on. Yeah, there you go. I don't go, know. Go to town, AI. Trying to think if I've ever picked one up. I don't think I have. 
I've never gotten I've never gotten one of those calls and and then answered it. They say they say not oh. to pick them up because it does some kind of I'm like but okay. Yeah. It confirms, no. but I mean doesn't every number have somebody attached to it you would think I don't know. Not I all don't of know. them. There's a lot of loose numbers out there. But, but I you know. but I I do want to ooh loose numbers. I do want to like pick it up and go leave it out. Leave it alone. Yeah. You don't want to oh, talk it doesn't to have a friend. That's right. And Brian doesn't have a friend. Hey, look at this real quick. I wanted to see I meant to do this the other day. And so I'm glad you brought this up. I want to call my childhood uh, teenage number that I grew up on and see if anyone answers. Okay. All right. Okay. So just see, because this might be one of those cases where it's a deadline. So let's sorry, just try it. Sorry, old and what are you going to do? What are you going to say if they sleep? answer? Oh, I just want to see if my old phone number still. Oh, if they answer, I'm hanging up. So is okay. Scott Johnson right. there? All right, here we go. We're going to put it on speaker. I'd ask for Scott Johnson to just get like some kind of weird frequency thing going on, you know, like time. Please try again later. Let's see. Aww. So it's dead. See, that's the thing. There's a lot of numbers in the system that just aren't being used. Hi, is my 12 year old self there? Can I talk to him? Please? <laughs> Can I talk to him, please? I'm sorry. He's, on, he's playing on his Intellivision. He can't come. <laughs> anyway, Dunaway, it's time. Mass, and That's uh, intelligent vision. I know, intelligent oh, vision. That, I'm sure we'll have yeah, more about that yeah. to say on Play Retro coming up at some point this year. But today we're talking yeah, about a different yeah. kind of contest. Brian here will explain it uh, and tell us who might win things. Brian, Post take it haste, away. Yes. Welcome to the morning half-asses, a trivia yeah. game where I'm actually going to be giving you the answers. I'll give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct, and three of them, like the number of Michelin star restaurants in Salt Lake City, are non-existent, depending on how confident they feel with the category. You can provide one, two, or three guesses, and if they get any of those guesses wrong, they get zero points for that round. But if they get one right, they get a point. Two right gets them three points, and three right gets them five points. We'll play three Three all rounds. Right, right. Play with the most points. Moist. The moist points. Moist. Yeah. The most moist points. Yeah. <laughs> moist points. After three rounds, you're throwing me off, Brian. Uh, wins the prize for their contestant. Let's see who our contestants are. Scott, you're playing for Teresa, A.K. Rabbit, in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, I like Phoenix, uh, Arizona. Up. Yeah. Cool. Yes. I'm in. Uh, nice and toasty, warm there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brian, you're going to be playing for Sean Nagel in Columbus, Ohio. Ohio, you know, my Sean favorite Nagel. place. Yeah. Ohio, yes, I do. Ohio, mm-hmm. Ohio, yeah. uh, and uh, we'll talk about what those prizes are after we play the game. Let's start with question number one: NBA stars who played their whole career with one team. So, uh, going to no give problem. you a list of six names. Which ones of these played their entire career with one team and one I'm, team only? I, good thing I boned up on my NBA. No, I didn't. I, mm. I would I would hope you would. Uh, Kobe Bryant, Steve Nash, Oscar Robertson, Carl Malone, Reggie Miller, and John Havlicek. Okay. I only know Post Malone. I know Kobe uh, Bryant. Yeah. Uh, these other people are just names you made name, up. Names you've never heard of. Fake names. Yeah. I think I know two of these. Um, this is, okay, Scott it, has locked in. If I get this wrong, it'll be embarrassing because this is back when I was way into basketball. And I, I picked two names that I've never heard of. The third one <laughs> I feel good about. Isn't Reggie Miller like baseball? No. No. He's a current coach, or is he still coaching Pacers? I don't remember. Uh, is there more than so. one Reggie Miller? There might there, be. Well, there probably are. There probably is one more than one Reggie yeah. Miller. All right. Both of you locked in. Both of you locked in on two. And both of you locked in. You, neither of you locked in on the same one. Uh, Kobe Bryant oh, nice. played his entire time with the Lakers. You knew that one. Oh, I thought yeah. that was the joke. That he, he Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know yeah. nothing. Yeah. Uh, Carl Malone played with the Lakers as well, but also with the Utah Jazz. Oh, shit. Uh, John Havlicek oh. only ever played with the Celtics. But yeah. 
Oscar Robertson played with the Royals oh, and the Bucks. So Reggie well, Miller, his entire like time, Reggie Miller, his entire time with the Pacers, Reggie, Kobe, and John Havlicek were your three answers. Crap. Did I get any moist points for that? You get no you moist zero points. Mo- neither of you have any moist points. All right. You know, this dry, dry points. This is embarrassing because I should know that Carl Malone one. That annoys me so much. I was sure he was right, at Utah yeah. the entire so you time. You thought he was jazz the whole time? I thought he went from I'm, LSU. I'm in, he went to, from LSU to the jazz, and that was, I thought that was uh, it. I didn't know he played the, the Lakers for hell's sakes. How do I not? You brought know shame that? on the family, Scott. You brought shame on the family. I'm embarrassed. Let's let's see if you guys can earn some moist points on uh, this next question, which, as we all know, all the three of us are masters of language. Let's talk about oh, language. God. Which of these English words originated in India? Uh, your choices are tapir, shampoo, incense, spaghetti, juggernaut, and pariah. Oh Three of those gosh. words actually came to us from India. Three of them did not. Oh, this is a tricksy one. I'm sure shampoo is just a bu- made-up bullshit word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. What is shampoo? I it's, don't even uh, know. They couldn't like, find any real oh, poo, beep, so shampoo. <laughs> Let's see. What's um, this soap we put on our head? It's shampoo. I don't know. All right, I'm doing it. I'm picking right, two. Brent's locked in. Scott's locked in. Uh, you guys both locked in on incense. Uh, just incest. right off the bat. Oh, no, I thought incense. Incest. Okay. Oh. <laughs> incense, no. Uh, shampoo is a, hin- a Hindi word meaning press. Damn it. Juggernaut comes to us from India. It's from the Hindu god Jagannath. And pariah is uh, Tamil. It means drummer. I almost did pariah. I want to yeah. say I want to say thank you to India for giving us the word juggernaut. I love that word. Yeah, mm. juggernaut is awesome. usually followed by the word bitch. Yeah, right? juggernaut. Yeah, comma, comma, bitch. Comma, bitch. Yeah. Is there a comma? <laughs> I'm, it's juggernaut. Comma, juggernaut, bitch. juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not juggernaut, juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> That would be a whole different. That would be a whole different movie. I'm the Juggernaut bitch. Oh, okay. No, that's wow. like, okay. uh, hey, Grandma. It's or no, it's let's time eat to grandma. eat. Let's eat. Gra- let's eat, Grandma. Or let's eat, Grandma. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hey, Grandma. Let's eat. No, yeah. that still still works. Still works. <laughs> All right, let's get to number three here. Uh, near and dear to my heart, of course, is Disneyland. Which of these six places get more annual visitors per year than Disneyland? I will tell you that Disneyland, uh, as of the writing of this question, gets uh, got 16.2 million visitors per year. Your choices are the Louvre, Niagara Falls, the Grand Bazaar in Istanbul, the Great Wall of China, Central Park, and Fisherman's Wharf. Three of those get more annual visitors than uh, Disneyland. It's the Fisherman's Wharf, a real place. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, it's a real place. It's in San Francisco. What the hell is that? It's a. It's great. It stinks though. It smells. I've been there a couple Why times. Why would you yeah, want to go a, there? It's it uh, where you get the best clam chowder if you like. Can salmon. I ask what a Can I ask what a wharf is without getting a smart ass response about Klingons? Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a merry man. <laughs> It's a beautiful place for yeah, ships and a, boats, and it's a right exactly. Is that it's what like wharf means? Wharf means that well, shipping basically shipping uh, port kind of places. And I and get what like it that. is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm asking where the where the hell the word come well, from? The, it got me all oh, confused. Oh, gotcha. Now. Well, you don't spell Did wharf India on give us that one too. You, you don't spell Star Trek wharf. Oh, waterfront. No, yeah. that's good. Waterfront. That makes sense. Oh, waterfront. Now that that totally is that makes what sense. Means? Is that really where it came okay. from? Okay. 
Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't think okay. Scott meant to say here, that, but it just put together really quick. Here are your here are your definitions. Number one, a pier where ships or boats are tied up and loaded or unloaded. Two, a shore or riverbank. Or three, a platform of timber, stone, or other material to support at a margin of a harbor to navigate a yeah, yeah, navigate yeah, yeah. a stream of. I'm boats. pretty sure it was just some some lazy ass. It's <laughs> like I'm tired of saying waterfront. It's over there, wharf. wharf. Just abbreviate it to wharf. Sure. Wharf. wharf. Yeah, listen to this guy. Wharf. That's the that's the de- dictionary. Wharf. Yeah. And my favorite says, thing is when Scott uh, quotes Wikipedia or some uh, online encyclopedia for me. That's I love this. My favorite. You like part. that? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. In this case, Merriam-Webster. He's able to pull up Google while he's playing this game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's real hard to type the, the word "wharf" into uh, my my tab of a browser and hit enter. It's it's real rough. <laughs> well, and also if you're cheating, you're doing it very poorly because you you're you're at zero yeah, points. Yeah, yeah, you you're are. the worst. Yeah. You're the worst cheater ever. Let's see. Cheater. Let's see if this uh, gets somebody some points here. Uh, Brian, you locked in on the Great Wall of China, Central Park, and Fisherman's Wharf. Scott, you also locked in the Great Wall of China, but also Niagara Falls. Let's see our answers. Oh, the oh, Great Wall of China only gets on. 10.7 million visitors But there's visitors so many year. Chinese people. Yeah, they but don't they go don't, see their own damn wall. They don't go to their own wall. They don't care. See, that's why we don't need to build a wall in America. We wouldn't go visit it. That's right. It's a right. lonely wall. Yeah, um, Yeah. Niagara Falls, the lowest one on the list that's over 12.9, I'm sorry, 16.2 million. 22 million visitors. Yeah, that would be because it's like that's like a day trip a lot of times, right? Just for instead sure. of like yeah. Disney, which is like a three or four day trip. Uh, Central Park gets forty million visitors per year. Grand Bazaar wow. in Istanbul, ninety-one point three million visitors per year to the Grand Bazaar. No, Grand Bazaar, and nobody to the Fisherman's Waterfront. Mm. Well, just just less than sixteen point two. Do I have a number? Oh, I do have a number. Eight point uh, zero million uh, Fisherman's Wharf. Eight point zero million. That's a bullshit number. <laughs> that is a bullshit number. It's really around. It's really that round number, huh? Uh, I never put round numbers on my taxes for that reason. Like the auditor's like, no, yeah, always round five hundred even. Uh, The Louvre gets nine point three million per year. Great Wall of China ten point seven million per year. I mean, those are all hefty numbers, but still, they're all hefty numbers. So what this means is we uh, have zero points points. for both of you. We go to our tiebreaker question. Uh, I am going to let uh, Brian give the answer, and Scott will do the over under. on average, how many tornadoes hit Texas each year, according to the uh, according to NOAA? NOAA. All, all of them. All of them. According all right. To NOAA. Great. I like. I like. You told us what it was in case we got confused and thought it was just some guy named NOAA. Yeah. Well, exactly. N-O-A-H. Floods. Floods would be NOAAH. Yeah, tornadoes yeah. are NOAA. Let me pull up my old testament. No what NOAA said. <laughs> um, all right, don't want to answer him. How many? Give me, a, give me a real answer, not all of them. How many tor- uh, How many tornadoes hit Texas each year? All of them. <laughs> uh, uh, 202. Okay, 202 is... Hit Texas. Yeah, okay. Every year. Thank you. You done? All right. Yeah. 202 <laughs> is uh, incorrect. <laughs> Scott... <laughs> Is the correct answer higher or lower than 202? This is a, by the way, this is a thing Dunaway like. One of my favorite things in the world is if we're playing a phone call or a clip of something. Yeah. Anytime the person in the phone call or clip makes a point that resonates with Dunaway, he's like a hype man (laughs) in the back. He'll go, he'll go, oh, yes, yes, yeah, oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, I like what you have said there. Yes, I like that. Um, All right, so it's it's not that answer. I got to decide if it's higher or lower. You have to decide if it's higher or lower. Oh, Texas of all places. Um, Yeah, I will tell you that it gets the most. Oh, it is the most in the country. Out of all the the states, it's the moist. It's the moist (laughs) tornadoes in the state. All right, I'm in the country. In the country, I'm going to say. Then, if that's the case, I'm going to say higher. It's okay. like 400 or something. Uh, the correct it's answer five, is the answer is just, five. just a little bit lower. 155 <laughs> per yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, Texas gets the most. Rhode Island, surprisingly, not surprisingly, gets the fewest number of tornadoes it's per so year. small. Wait a yeah, minute. Exactly. They get less than like... I think it's like, just a matter of surface like area, Hawaii. Right? Yeah. I would, I would have thought, well, Hawaii has to have the least, right? But no. I would have thought like uh, Idaho or us or even Colorado or something. I didn't know we we somehow get one or two a year or yeah. something. Oh, yeah. We still get a few tornadoes every year. Oh, tornadoes love us down here in the South Carolina. I was like, oh, how's yeah. it going? Yeah. And I'm curious, actually. Tornadoes per state. Uh, let's see. Here. Yeah, is there like a list of uh? Uh huh. Yep. Uh, list is. <laughs> let me find the. Here we go. Tornado. Uh, it says tornado alley states, but that and this thing is. Uh, I found the. You list. don't want to live in tornado alley. It's no, kind of like living on the fault. You don't yeah, want to do it. Yeah, we live on a fault. Uh, the Weather Channel is a much better link for the Weather Channel. Um. Alaska zero. So no. I don't know how um, well, yeah. Rhode Island is at zero, too. It seems, too. So, it seems so weird, windy up there. That's weird. Well, yeah. windy but mountainous. Mountains break up tornadoes. That's why we don't get hardly any here. Yeah. Uh, but Hawaii, oh. one. Utah, three. Colorado, 53 on Whoa. average per year. That's a yeah, we get, we get our share. Um, uh, Nebraska, 57. Uh so the flatter the state, the more the 96. natos. Yeah, more natos. That's right. From so uh, there's a list here from 1950 until today. Mm. Uh, well, I'm sorry, up through 2022, Utah's okay. only had a total of 138 tornadoes over that total. time. Wow. So really, not too many. It's like an average of one to two a year or something. Uh, that's news to me, though. I thought we never got them. So there yeah. was a there was a famous one downtown in the 90s. Maybe ninety two, ninety three, or something that hit the that hit buildings like in the city, and that was just unheard of. Like that doesn't is that, happen. Is that famous that or notorious? Crazy. It's notorious. We'll call it that. Is it infamous or yeah. famous? I, I, yeah, infamous, famous, famous would mean more people infamous. know about it outside the state. I doubt they do. <laughs> so right. yeah. Well, there um, you go. Yeah, the Florida with sixty six on average per year. South Carolina twenty seven on average per year. You guys get your your share. Yeah. Way more than that. But it's weird to see, like, like on this map, it's weird to see, um, like, uh, Virginia or West Virginia, you know, tucked in there (laughs) (laughs) with with just two while all the states surrounding it um, have way more. It's kind of must be the mountains. Must be. Yeah. 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 Damn mountains get you every time. Every time. Uh, well, there you go. So, who's our big winner? Uh, so, congratulations going to uh, Brian's uh, Sean Nagel in Columbus, Ohio. Mm. Uh, Sean, you're going to get a copy of Such Art and Hot Brass. 
Ooh, two games, games that we tried to give away last week and we couldn't. Yeah. Uh, but don't worry, Teresa in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, you're going to get a copy of Deceive on Ooh. Steam. All these courtesy of Wesley, I believe. Yes, all, Wesley. Thank all you, Wesley. winners. All winners right there. Congratulations. Yeah. You're, you're a, a winner. Winners. Uh, congratulations to both of you and thanks for being a part of this. Uh, people at home, if you're like, hey, how do I participate in the half-asses? Sounds like it's a thing where I don't have to be there live. Well, you're right. So go to our website. Right. It's over at frogpants.com slash TMS. And there is a link to sign up for this kind of stuff, as long, along with cool. things like song requests and yeah. uh, links off to the Patreon, all that kind of thing. There's uh, nude the, pictures of Dunaway. TMS dot, yeah. yeah, nude pictures of Dunaway. And those... Uh, yeah. And oh, those... Those come with a free... Did I send those? Yeah, you did. A long time ago. You were drunk. Don't worry about it. Don't need to worry about it. Um, anyway, that'll be a real good thing. Hey, Dunaway, you'll be back Wednesday for more of this ridiculous stupidness, and I cannot yeah. wait for it. It's going to be great. Kiss our butts. Okay. <laughs> He's gone now. Okay. All right. Uh, so we can talk about him now is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. We can totally talk about him. It's fine. All right. We are going to now take a, a, a turn and do some serious, serious news mm, work. Hard-hitting... Okay? News journalism coming up right now. Is That's right. Saying. That's right. Because the country, look, we're really divided now. There's a lot of um, journalism for pay going on. Sure. Here sure. at TMS, we think it's important to bring you the hard, the real news, and do it with a with a you know uh, with, with, with honesty and straightforwardness. Yes. So now this. That helped me find my click. Uh, anyway, it's hey. so, such a great stall. Yes. <laughs> it's time for today's news, and it's brought to you by. Have you watched Tondagasa play retro games? No? Well, now you can. Check out his Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Tondagasa or Tondagosa right now. I don't even know if that's a soft or a hard O in the second half of good this. Good question. This We've always said yeah. Tondagosa around here, but I, yeah. I don't actually know. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Tondagasa, Tondagosa. He does uh, good work over there. Go check Ponderosa. it out. <laughs> Ponderosa, exactly. Spelled T-O-N-D-A-G-O-S-S-A on Twitch, everybody. So go yeah. check it out. Are you go for Gosa or is it on for Asa? Yeah, let us know, William. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, it doesn't hurt or harm for you to put in our Discord. We have a little sort of pimp yourself sort promote of yourself. channel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I see those and go, you know what? Let's promote that. That's why that's Yeah, I, I misunderstood what the pimp yourself uh <laughs> topic or the the forum was for so uh, i want to apologize for those people who uh yeah who th th thought they were getting something else from me and end up getting something completely different well you've moved it to the right place it's now onlyfans.com slash cover that's right it's it's a uh, coverville's red light district.com i wonder if i can go to only hold on only fans uh -huh. let's see if coverville's taken oh <laughs> the coverville seems like the last thing you'd find on uh the Uncoverville would be what you'd find on OnlyFans. Oh, page not available. Let's try Scott Johnson just for fun. Okay. Okay, someone owns that, but there's no posts. Let's try... Okay. OnlyFans slash Scott Johnson. Yep. great. Now, if I do Brian... Oh, we got a guy. No posts or media, though. Mm. Just under the name Brian. Yeah. Wow. Now, if I do slash morning stream... Mm. It says nothing. Okay. Well, no one's using OnlyFans. That's what I've learned. Yep. Here we go. Well, here's just, your just, uh, here's your yeah, news. For not the names that we'd know. <laughs> yeah. Not not anyone we know. Here's a here's some news you can use. Police called over uh, ice cream cone with not enough sprinkles. This wasn't, <laughs> this wasn't me. Okay. I didn't do this, but it feels like something. Yeah. You know. By the way, how come you didn't check OnlyFans.com/tms? Uh, oh, I didn't think of just TMS short. What, what comes up? Anything? Let's see. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. 
Uh, sorry, this page is not available. Oh, oh what happened? <clears throat> we got banned for breaking the terms of service. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Um, let's see here. After receiving an ice cream cone with not enough sprinkles <laughs> over the weekend, there's a big uh-huh. comma there, a woman in Michigan decided to, oh, congrats to the Lions, by the way. Good oh, Lord. geez, yeah, no kidding. Good Lord, I, I it's been a while. Folks and the Packers got to talk about those Packers who were you know everybody had them as an under under uh, seven like a plus seven right to beat the Cowboys they they steamrolled over the yeah. Cowboys yesterday that was the only game I watched but, I feel like uh, the Cowboys are just they're never going to get that glory back man yeah it's not going to happen yeah. sorry Dallas nope went uh, next door for uh, for some venison chili with the neighbors the crazy neighbors and watched the Packer game and cheered them on with a, a lovely. Uh, baked apple pie cider from uh, Angry Orchard. Ooh, you've talked about that before. That sounds. Yeah, it's good yeah I don't stuff. even drink, and that sounds good. Yeah, it's yummy. Let me ask you this: Did sure. the ch- so is a chili with venison? Is it gamey? Is it what's it like? Um, it uh, a little, a little gamey. The 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 cumin uh, definitely you know counteracts the the normal gaminess that you get from venison. Yeah. Um, it was a very hearty, like a very. Had a deeper flavor, I think, than a regular beef chili, than a regular ground beef chili. I would try it. Sounds um, great. Yeah. It's, it was fantastic. Yeah. I had it with and, some uh, chili with turkey. Mrs. But... Crazy Neighbor says, I don't want to think about the deer that he processed in the garage to make this uh, this oh. venison chili. Oh. Because he did actually process it himself. He didn't shoot it himself. He processed it for for another one of his friends who was a, uh, a hunter. Mm. Um, brought over to Dave's garage to process it and, and then gave Dave... Uh, half the meat for uh, for doing it. And, we did that uh, with a cow once. Have you ever done that, where you split like a, a beast with someone? Uh, no, I haven't. Mm. You uh, should. It's good. It's the it's it's the the trick is you need a good a good sized freezer to hold all the meat for however yeah, long you're going to freeze it. Sure. If you don't have that, just may as well not do it. But even like a quarter cow, we did once. Um, in my head, I always picture well, which quarter was it? The hind quarter was it? The front? It doesn't yeah, work like that. Right, exactly. Like, There's a big difference on the quarters. Like head. <laughs> yeah, I don't want just the head, please. I don't want the head. No, nobody gets the head. I don't think. But we did that once, and it was a, it was either half or quarter cow, and that thing lasted us probably a good year, and the meat was so good. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because Unpro- right. it's not all processed and freaking preserves and all the stuff they do to normal meat for your for your like grocery store kind of meat mm-hmm. and the flavor was insane i mean it was a little more not gamey but like not even oily i don't know what the word is just the flavor was intense mm. it was really intense mm. like the steaks, interesting the okay. steaks the steaks were just like oh my gosh but they were great and i would do it wow. again if we had another opportunity the problem is you got to have somebody who you like to split it with otherwise you don't yeah. want a whole cow yeah. i can't do a whole cow. no it's a lot exactly and, and and the freezer space of an entire cow you're talking about freezer space but it's bad enough half a cow yeah. freezer space it's a good thing claire's not here to yell at us for the cow that we oh of course yes exactly she'll be a, she'll talk about how you can go buy a quarter of a a vegan horse or something and that's how you should eat i don't know i don't know what she'd do <laughs> Anyway, uh, so after receiving this ice cream cone with not enough sprinkles, sprinkler, sprinklers, sprinkles over the weekend, <laughs> sprinklers, sprinklers, a woman in Michigan decided to take matters into her own hands, literally by screaming at a store clerk and attempting to punch a friend. Oh my uh, god! Trying to calm her down, so her friend's trying to calm her down, tries to punch her. I got out of hand. The unnamed woman. I think there's probably more going on here than just yeah. Where's my sprinklers? Yeah. Sprinklers, sprinkles. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't stop saying sprinklers. It was yeah. a, it was a traumatic year, twenty twenty three, on the sprinkler front. Exactly. Oh, the, well, somebody please think about the sprinklers. Yeah. Um, oh, that reminds me. Speaking of this, <laughs> the other day we're never going to get through the story, people. Just just deal with it. Yeah. Live just it. just know that. But the other day, so what? Like a like a day before yesterday, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was really cold. Wind shears, mm-hmm. uh, probably in the fifteen degree range, somewhere in that range, Oof. all day, nice and cold. Uh, a little bit of snow, but mostly just really frigid, the ice on the roads and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, normal, fine, whatever. That same night, it's even colder at night, obviously. No sun, whatever. So it's mm-hmm. getting cold. And then suddenly, at what felt like suddenly, at around 2.30 in the morning, we hear this insane sound of what sounds like water dripping and at, and at, a, ra- at a high rate. I'm like, the hell is that? That's bad. That can't be good. Yeah, that and you've got... Still some PTSD, I'm sure, from the uh, the flooding situation. Oh, I don't know if I'll ever get over how that felt. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. So I'm hearing that sound. Kim hears it, too. We wake up. Sure. And we're panicked a little bit because I'm like, that could be, is that pouring into the basement? Is there a pipe busted somewhere? We're freaking out. Turns out it was just the neighbor across the way's uh, rain gutter. And I said, well, that's not right. So I pull up my phone mm-hmm. as I'm heading toward the door to also check it for real. Uh-huh. And... It says it's 45 degrees outside. Oh. And I was like, hold on a minute. When I went to bed, it was like... in the morning. Yeah, yeah. it's like 11 degrees when I went to bed. It's suddenly... This is all Fahrenheit, Europeans. I wake up at... <laughs> I wake up at 2.30 and it's suddenly 45 degrees and kind of warm, like for winter, winter standards. And, and it was literally just snow melting and pouring down this guy's drain. Wow. Yeah. So it wasn't any problem or anything, but I still can... I don't understand how weather works, clearly. But something right, but went getting from like, that warm on a day when it's as frigid as it was, then to warm up that much at night. Yeah, at two thirty in the morning, it made that, no sense to me. And yeah, then the rest of is, the day yesterday was kind of warm. It snowed, yeah. uh, but wet. You know, yeah. it was weird. Oh, that's insane! I still don't wow. get it. Now it's cold again. So it must have been some little warm front. It's just shot up from Mexico, just passing through. Yeah, just Crazy. passing through. Don't mind me. I'm just passing through. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. Anyway, yeah, right. uh, her male companion tried to calm her down, but she began to hit him. Jeez. Uh, so the lady behind the counter called the police. The two eventually left the store, but the clerk called the police uh, with a license plate number. They already had left the area before cops arrived, though. No charges were pressed. Uh, this article says in New York, NewYorkMagazine.com, guys, it's not even June. This is way too early in the season for this type of heat stroke induced behavior to take over. <laughs> Jeez, this is. Uh, I agree. Is this? Yeah, no kidding. Is this from May last year? It looks like it might be from May 2015. Oh, no. really? This came up yesterday as fresh. Yeah, let's May, see. May 28th, 2015. Oh yeah. So this is the hard news that we do here. Uh, we, we cover. <laughs> we make sure Listen, it's timely. You know. Right. Um, exactly. You know what though? Uh, amazed that we didn't talk about this in 2015. So we're we're really covering our bases on talking about it now because we should have talked about it yeah we're just we're just catching up yeah yeah Uh, why why this got in my oh this came from a listener i blame them oh okay who is it i don't even have a name to shame oh we need find it because we need to blame someone sent me this you jerks yeah um here's a little note that is mm, i don't know if you're a gamer you're probably excited about this dunaway and i talked about it already but i think it's interesting Mm -hmm. if you're a fan of the old sega genesis a new handheld sega genesis is on the way uh, Hyperkin, known for its uh, solid peripherals and retro N-series of Nintendo cart players, 
has announced a new device that will play all your Mega Drive. Get used to it. Cartridges. That means Genesis cartridges. <laughs> uh, but in a handheld device about with a 5-inch screen and a 10-hour battery life. Uh, basically, it's a big old wide-load kind of Steam Deck-looking yeah, device. Yeah, it's... Like my first thought hearing about this is like, oh well, it's one of those you know, like we got those those um, miniature SNESs and miniature mm-hmm. uh, Playstations and things like that. That's what I was expecting this was, but no, it is a so it's its own screen and everything. Yeah. It's like a Game Gear that you actually jam Genesis cartridges into. Yeah, with a battery life that's actually decent, unlike the Game Gear, which went through double A's as fast as I went oh, through water geez. back then. Yeah. But yeah, you take your actual cartridges and plug them in here. Now, here's the cool little trick. <laughs> Including the stolen one from a Blockbuster that they're showing in this photo, by the way. The, <laughs> the, not the for Sonic not for resale. Yeah. Yeah. I think that... So there were two versions of that made. This is a fun fun note. Yeah. Um, yeah. Two, one version for Blockbusters and Hollywood videos. Like, sure. you're absolutely right about that. And then they were also... The ones that were packed into a certain run of Genesis... Mm-hmm. One sales, they had the game packed in, and they also said not for resale. Did they all say not for real resale? Okay, yeah. all right. But people enough. would still resell them. They would still, you know, yeah, it's still the game. But anyway, here's the cool thing: you can go to Amazon and buy for like fifty bucks a cartridge that's got like nine hundred games in it. Oh, there you go. Okay, that's the way you do it. Yeah, because yeah. I still don't. There's no way I have any old Genesis cartridges left over but if you can get one that's cool that you can get one that's got the uh yeah uh the whole deal on it's not there. entirely cool. uh above board you can still buy them on amazon sure. but uh, you know it's not exactly legal sure but they're cool uh all right uh, we're gonna take a break when we come back a little science coming your way with bobby frankenberger and uh that'll be after this break with a song that brian cool. brought yeah, let's ease into the week with um, some some uh, some cool acoustic music here. This is a guy named Tyler Ramsey. Uh, I'm trying to think who I was thinking of when I heard this. Maybe a little bit of um, uh, maybe a little Mumford Mumford and the Sons or Lumineers kind of thing. Uh, Tyler Ramsey's uh, his forthcoming album uh, comes out on February 9th. It's called New Lost Ages, courtesy of Soundly Music. Also, big thanks to. Uh, uh, Emily Ginsburg, what what label? What what PR agency? Well, thank you, Emily. I don't have it right here in front of me. Mm. Uh, Big Hassle, there it is. Big Hassle Records, <laughs> one of my favorites. Or Big you, Hassle PR. Have you seen your uh, your neighbor lately? Are they running a record company now? Big, has, then... Big Hassle, this oh. record uh, label uh, PR company. Love it. Uh, Big thanks to uh, for, for them for sending this. This is the first single from the album. It's called These Ghosts. Here is Tyler Ramsey. Nothing 
to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The Sega Genesis has blast processing. Super Nintendo doesn't. So what's blast processing do? What if you don't have blast processing? I need a computer! All right, we've returned. Tell me who that was one more time. Sure. That's Tyler Ramsey from his upcoming album, New Lost Ages. Comes out about a month from now. That's the first single. It's called These Ghosts. Nice. Nobody wants to deal with those ghosts. Those ghosts. All right, let's see if Bobby can enter the fray and teach us something, you know? Yeah, yeah. We like science. We like learning. Uh, we're not too too proud to admit sometimes we don't know everything. <laughs> So when one of you comes in here and tells us something we don't know, we're happy to hear it. 
And Bobby's one of those guys. Uh, Let me play his little intro. Do I have it here? Those guys. I do have it. It's right here. Science! Bob is hungry, and the soup looks good. It sure does. Bobby Frankenberger joining us as he does each and every twice a month. Uh, (laughs) All the way from South Carolina to uh, tell us about something scientific. Hello, Bobby. How are you? I'm doing well. It's my time of the twice a month. That's right. It's your my, time of the twice a month. My yes. time. Although it's been like more than a month since since I've been on. So. I yeah, know. we you know December is weird. Holidays are weird time. Yeah, I don't yeah. trust holidays to get it right. It never does. But yeah. it's nice having you on. It's funny our, our alternate for Mondays, uh, Stephen Schleicher, is in the chat today. So we got all the Monday we can handle here. Oh, look at that! Whoa, yeah. it's a too lot. much we Monday. Could, yeah. We could. Uh, yeah, we could. We could. Uh, put you, pull you both in and have you tag team. Yeah, uh, it's like perform ma- against each other. It's and like see who wins. Manic Monday. You could go. It's like you could go slap. Uh, there's too many stars to count in the universe. Slap. Hey, Spider Man's coming for a crossover to Echo. Slap. What? Yeah. Science versus science fiction. Oh. Oh, good. look at that. We could have some fun Monday with that. Thunderdome is what we got here. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get Stephen to come to Vegas this year. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Stephen, come to Vegas. Come hang out with us. It'd be Please fun. come to Vegas in the springtime. <laughs> Literally. Uh, hanging out at the plaza, there'll be lots of room. So Bobby spends uh, his his waking hours making content for All Around Science, and he brings some of that stuff here on the show. Uh, Bobby, what's what's going on this week in science? Well, at the it's the beginning of the year, um, and at the beginning of the year, when New Year's is actually one of my favorite holidays, I love the sort of like the symbolism of renewal and... And, um, you know, like reassessing things and kind of doing all that kind of stuff. And every year I kind of try to think, I end up thinking a little bit about how uh, how I think about uh, talking to people who are want to talk to me about pseudoscience and or talk around me about pseudoscience and, and things that that are... Not true, mm. right? That they that they yeah. heard on Facebook. Sure, right. <laughs> flat, like flat exactly. Earth. Are we talking in something a little more basic than the, like the flat Earther type stuff? Like more. Well, um, that, so just any of it, right? And so I thought that this time of year, I, I did this last year, and I think maybe the year before. I like to sort of come on and in a public service announcement kind of way, but maybe less preachy. Um, talk about like how can we how can we think. About and how can we approach the people in our lives that that are talking to us about these kinds of things that we that we have this urge to correct maybe mm-hmm. you know or that we have the urge to argue with people in our lives people online and and just kind of reassess how do what's what's a good way to approach that mm. you know I like so it. I thought that might be a, a fun thing to talk about so um, as you might imagine I wasn't always the paragon of rational scientific thought that I'm sure you think of me today. <laughs> did you really do? Yes. Did you used to be like a total like conspiracy theorist freak show? I would love that no, if that was true. Not so much into it, but I mean I used to have I used to be a kid who was compelled by the idea that aliens have been building pyramids and and um, I used to think ghosts made a lot of sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But uh it's uh it's it's not that way anymore. Critical thinking and scientific skepticism sort of changed my life. But when I first got into it, it made me kind of obnoxious for a while. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. 
you know, because because when you have this like new knowledge, and it goes the other way too. When you think you have new knowledge as a in pseudoscience, you just want to tell everyone. Yes, right, right. right. And so when I when I've unlocked critical thinking for myself and realizing like, oh, there's a whole way to look at the world. Like I wanted to tell everyone why they were wrong. Um, and it wasn't like, because I was trying to be a jerk, I really did think that, oh, this makes perfect sense. Like this is logical way to view the world. So all I have to do is explain to people the process and then they will also understand Mm. and change their minds. And that, it just doesn't work that way. Mm. Um, so uh, how can we help people when it comes to to pseudoscience? Because I've calmed down a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> since then. You're pretty chill. <laughs> You're one of the most chill people I know, and I can't even imagine you at a higher level of oh, yeah. no. anything. So I was I was quick to rouse <laughs> when it came to talking about uh, things that were are true. Now, the, I wanted to say that um, that my I I decided to think about I, I was thinking about this most recently because I read an article on. Ars Technica that was written by Paul Sutter. So this, a lot of the ideas, a lot of my thinking about this came from that, and it's a great article. You should go uh, check it out. Um, but uh, to start, you have to sort of like define pseudoscience. What is pseudoscience? And it's hard to define pseudoscience. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but Paul Sutter, and the reason I bring up Paul Sutter is because I, I, when I read the article, I liked his definition of pseudoscience, mm. which is literally if you take apart the word pseudoscience, it's false science, right? Sure. But his definition is, he says, quote, pseudoscience is a practice, a mode of investigation that looks like science, but totally misses the point. Mm. Right. And this is the opposite um, of pseudoscience, su- su- right? Pseudoscience. <laughs> okay. All right. Just making sure. Exactly. Because, you know, I don't want to get the science my... of a girl that's been on my mind all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I love about this. I I only I know enough about the song to say the thing, but Brian knows he knows so much more about those songs than I do. He knows lyrics in in the stanzas and stuff that I'd never pay attention to. Yeah. I love that actually. You can always rely on Brian. You br- you you bring it up, and then you know he's going to take the ball. I know right? it. Yeah, he'll take yeah. the ball yeah. all the way the rest of the way. Get the touchdown. We win. <laughs> Whether yeah. it's funny or not is uh, remains to be seen. But at least I, I can grab that ball and run. Yeah, with and it. it's factual. Yeah. I love it. It's good. You might not get a touchdown, but no, no, you get some yards. <laughs> I'll get some yards, exactly. Sure. <laughs> um, so pseudoscience, yeah, it often has the tools of science, um, but uh, but it misses the point, right? Like it's got the it'll have it'll use jargon and fancy measuring devices like ghost hunters use, <laughs> and um, it'll in, in, incorporate math, and maybe they'll have their own publications that they use. So it has all the trappings of science, but uh, the heart of science is truly the scientific method. But the heart of science isn't the only thing you need, um, and that's that. That I think informs a lot of what I've been thinking about lately, which is the heart of science, the scientific method. Yes, that's important. Mm-hmm. But there's also a soul of science, sort of, so to speak, which involves things like, which involves scientific thinking, um, sure. skepticism, which is like the idea that you need to let evidence dictate your beliefs, um, humility. You have to. You have to have the humility to know that any statement, including your own, can be proven wrong. Um, and so you have to have another part of scientific thinking, which is the openness to to be able to change those opinions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and all these kinds of things. You have to be willing to change. You have to there's, – there's openness and, and scientific rigor and all these things, right? Um, and so – 
how can we then talk to someone who is is bringing to us a pseudoscientific belief that they have like flat earth conspiracy or something like that right which to us seems ridiculous and you don't think that they should be thinking this way but how can you change their mind mm. what do you think is the first thing you what is usually the first thing you want to do is when you're talking to someone who has a belief like that is to tell them that they're wrong, right? Yeah. yeah your first yeah. instinct is to, to get all a little fired up and yeah. I, I feel like it's probably the wrong instinct too, because that probably in some cases gives them ammunition or gives them fuel. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure, well, right? yeah. Pseudoscience. Is, one of the things about pseudoscience is that it's, it's, it's a very natural way of thinking about things. I think, um, we want to fight against those people and we want to tell them they're wrong, but people usually come to pseudoscience because pseudoscience is very seductive. Uh, it's, it's a lot of times it's providing like a counter narrative to authority, you know, which is um, a lot of people have it. And also when you get that kind of pseudoscientific information, it makes you feel good and it makes you feel special. It confirms your beliefs and it, and it, and it purports to provide evidence that confirm your beliefs. And we all want that. We all have that tendency to want to confirm our existing beliefs right 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 um and there is a so, there is a feeling of what, what do they call that not paint yourself in a corner a cornered cat that's it you get in the yeah, corner yeah, and yeah. it's like well wait a minute Brr. and if you if you corner someone else uh their their tendency is to at least in the moment in the rush of the moment they're going to want to defend their position and it's really hard to to convince minds hearts and minds when they're in that position Right, I right, found. because people get defensive as yeah. a natural tendency. Natural right? thing, yeah. So attacking head-on, you're right, doesn't work. There's actually evidence that shows that contradicting people's views does, rarely ever works. Um, there's scientific evidence that shows that, or or that telling someone they're wrong actually has the opposite effect sometimes. Sure. Um, and, and there's just, uh, what I always like to say is you can't logic someone out of an opinion that they didn't probably logic themselves into in the first place. Um, so what do you do? Okay, let's get to it. I have like a four-step. It's maybe less formal than this, but it, it's like oh a four-part. It's more. It's one more than Randy usually gives us too. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> this is a real. Well, it's this is a real Tony Robbins moment here with Bobby. Let's see what you got. <laughs> right, right. Speaking of pseudoscience, yeah, that guy loves that stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah. it's 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 just a pithy way to think about it. It's shut up, listen, find common ground, and then talk about that. All right. Um, mm-hmm. And so the shut up part is you need to stop arguing with people and you just need to listen to them. Um, that does a lot of things. Mm-hmm. First of all, it makes them feel doesn't it, it prevents making them feel shut down and making them feel small. It makes them feel listened to um, if you're just being quiet and letting them do. And it also importantly preserves relationships if you don't argue with someone. And I think that in order to change people's minds about anything, you have to preserve a relationship with them. Um, because when do you, the people you listen to the most and the people who are most likely to change your minds are your, are the people you care about. Right. Mm-hmm. So preserving a relationship is important. So just shut up. People are way more likely to change your mind if you are someone that they like and respect. All right. Um, the second part that I always try to do is listen. And when I, what I mean by listen is really try to hear what they're saying, not the superficial top layer of what they're saying that you know that the earth is flat but really listen to what and understand the underlying reason why it is that they think and believe the thing that they think and believe right what is motivating them to think that way and that's where the common ground part comes in 
we probably share a lot more in common with people than we really think. You know, oh, almost almost 100% of the time, I've found that people, even the people I vehemently disagree with on some subject or point, yeah. there's always, especially if you get to know them, and it's not just some rando on the internet, right. uh, it's almost always you guys have similar, similar, even similar yeah. motivations. You just go about those motivations differently, but the, but the motivations are the same. Right, uh, right. Same end game, I, I, that's same a goal. core value of mine, and I know I've talked to you, Scott, before. I, I, I know it's a core value of yours that we have way more in common with ev- ev- each other just in general mm-hmm. than we have than we than we do the differences right yeah, yeah. some people don't um, want to admit that they do but it's true right and maybe yeah. that's a point of contention <laughs> another <laughs> another thing to argue about but i actually i think it's true so some examples of finding common ground with people that might be talking about things that you just fundamentally disagree with are like think about why do they believe in bigfoot is it because perhaps they want, uh, they have this desire and want for mystery and discovery to still be alive in the world and, and to feed their sense of adventure? Because if that's the case, then me too, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. um, I do too. Um, so you can start, why do they think vaccines are causing autism? Is it because they worry about their loved one's health and that they wish they understand more about the chemicals that are going to their body. Well, that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. So if you listen, you can find those things out. And if you really find common ground, why do people believe in astrology? Maybe it's because they really wish that, you know, life is complicated and they wish that they could understand those complicated lives. Maybe they're looking for some explanation for why things just won't go their way. That makes sense to me, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, these are common things that everybody has. Right. And understanding that about your quote unquote foe in your argument, I think right. goes a long way to, well, a just sort of humanizing everybody, but b you know you can you see where they're coming from, and that always helps. Right, and you right. See them, and then you see them as more than just their opinion. You see them as a person who, all right, how did they get to this point? Yeah. Which is yeah. super important, right? Yeah. Um, and then the last step is just to once you found that common ground, just talk about that. I don't even actually, when I'm talking to people, I don't usually even address the pseudoscience at all because, I, again, I don't believe that I can directly change their mind. So why even talk about it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just talk about the thing that you have in common, redirect the conversation, and then, you, and then at the very least, maybe you can actually have a conversation that you almost enjoy. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you almost know. enjoy having with that person. <laughs> I mean, I've, so let me throw this one at you. You tell me what you would do. All right. Okay. This is a very happening right now kind of thing. So I haven't talked about this on the show very much, but in the since November, there have been one, two, three, and a three, a possible fourth diagnosis of cancer mm. on my wife's side of her family. And this is after her sister died in, in October from cancer. So without having much time to grieve her loss, we're already ramping up for possibly, you know, more bad news. In fact, today, or no, it's tomorrow yeah. we find out on that possible one and the others. Some of this has been caught early. Some of it hasn't. There's some frustration about why the first one wasn't, and that which brings him to my point. I'm not going to get specific about this, but um, we have somebody in the family who who was diagnosed like eight months ago and didn't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. And the reason they didn't tell anyone is they didn't want anyone to worry. Like, again, some some relatable reasons as to why they didn't say anything. I understand that feeling of I don't want to be a bother. I don't. In fact, I'm terrible at this. If I need help, I don't mm-hmm. ask for it. I never do. I'm terrible at that. Mm-hmm. If I move, I move and no one knows it. 
Like I packed up all my own boxes. I never asked anyone for any help. I wreck, I wreck my back. It's just the way it goes. It's how I do stuff. Yeah. So, so I kind of understand that part of it, or I have some, you know, some mutual understanding of why that, those emotions exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other side of this is this particular person wants to do a bunch of holistic stuff and thinks mm-hmm. they can solve it with magic powder and books and not do the only scientifically tested stuff that shows to uh, treat or affect this kind of cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's extremely frustrating that yeah. that's, that's a thing. And having a conversation about that stuff with somebody who's a big believer that every, that, that science is wrong and no one trusts doctors um, when their actual life is at stake, not only that, but others around them who didn't know about this for eight months also could have maybe been in a genetic firing line. It's time to go get checked maybe early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of frustration around that as well. And people are mad, obviously, my approach yeah. to this would be, or what I'm trying to do from my vantage point is I'm trying to do this common ground thing, or I'm trying to find a way to have the discussions so that we can reach a couple of ends. One, better understanding of what this means for that person, how we mm-hmm. can better support that person and help them understand what their best path forward is. Because right now they think their best path forward is is some guy they learned about on Facebook and a book he wrote and claiming to be a doctor, but isn't. And some weird powder shake that's supposedly kills cancer and all this kind of BS. Right. And we're at a, we're at a real, we're at a real moment for that. And I, and I feel like the next time there's a family gathering, it will either, it will go one way or the other. It'll either go bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All conversations will go bad and someone's going to leave with really hurt feelings or, and I hope I'm the one who can spearhead this because there's a lot of frustration around it. I would like very much to be the person that figures out the path forward for them yeah. and for everyone else in the room. So I ask you, Bobby, what would you do in that scenario? Not that I'm not saying yeah. you're the end all be all. That's not the point, but I'm just sure. curious what you would do Another, given, given yeah. what we're talking about here. And that is a really hard one because uh, medical stuff is really tough because it's not, um, benign, like flat earth, right? Right. <laughs> it's, it's a person that you really care about who the way you see it is very urgent. Um, because if they're not getting the help that, that they really need because they're choosing to do something that's not going to work, then, then it feels very urgent that you, you need to change their mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's important to always remember that if you push again, if you push too hard, that you may just harden their their opinion more. The results, so yeah. the first thing I would start with is if it were me again, like you said, I'm not an expert, but if it were me, um, I would just talk to the person about what they're doing and let them know that I ca- make sure to show in my actions that I care about them and I care about what they're doing, so that we can just talk about that. What do they want to talk about? Right, and then. Um, you know, maybe try to eventually over time spring and you may not even get to this right <laughs> very quickly or even in that day because because your your whole effort should be in making sure that they know that you care. Um, and then try to think like, oh, man, I, you know, I don't want I, I this is really good. You're working on trying to figure this out and this is really hard, but. I wonder if, you know, just because I worry so much about you, I wonder if you'd be willing to, in a, you know, also in what you're doing, if you talk to this person that I know has helped someone else that 
that has was dealing with something similar and just you know just you know maybe if nothing else you know just give it a shot and then that maybe opens the door it turns, out, it turns out that person is a uh, 30-year veteran oncologist who actually understands everything about right. cancer, survival rates, yeah. treatment plans. But, but you're, you know. you're framing it in a way that's like, oh, I, I, it seems like you were really working hard. You're acknowledging them, right? You're seeing that they're struggling and they're trying, you know, showing them that you see that they're trying. Right. And you say, but I know someone who went through this, something similar, and I know that this person that they talked to, this doctor or whatever, helped them. Mm. Um, so it would, you know, maybe even make it seem like they're doing you a favor because people love to feel like they're being useful. Right? Well, and you, you are say, doing, like, that's a really good point. Feel better. That's a really good point because you are talking on her terms. Yeah. Oops, right. I just narrowed it down a little. Sorry. Uh, her. Uh, yeah, <laughs> now we know the gender of the person. Um, but we... we, we uh, to, to approach it like that sounds like we're actually saying what they're always saying, which is, well, there's this guy I heard on late night TV who sold a book. Exactly. I, exactly. Yeah. But really what you're saying is, yeah, I've got a friend who's, oh, he's so, he really knows this stuff. Cause right. there is, there's a, I understand like the fear, the fear of expertise is a weird one for me. And well, that, that to me translates to the fear of authority. Yeah, um, exactly. I feel yeah. that every time when it comes up, it's not just, it's not expertise so much. It's just that, well, if they're, they claim to be experts. They're part of a a system of overlords yep. that want to tell me how to live my life, right? And that's a hard one to that's a hard hump to jump, you know? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's a new phrase I'm gonna use all the time. Hard hump to jump. I that's love a it. Hard hump yeah. to jump, yo. I put the I had to put the yo on the end. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll definitely make it seem yeah. like a modern phrase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the kids will get it, you know. Yeah, it'll, it's, it's the kids, Marty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, but okay. Well, that's interesting. I. I I mean, when this does happen, everyone right now is kind of in a weird holding pattern because the person who yeah. didn't tell anyone or still refuses to talk to anyone about it. And everybody's just trying to scramble to figure out what they can do to help, which is ironic because this is a person that even if it's something minor, like, oh, my shoelace is untied, she will have an opinion and will tell you about it. Like, she will want <laughs> to tell everyone else how to, this and that and the other. And I don't mean that in necessarily negative way. She's a great heart and wants to help everybody. Sure, sure. Right, but now right. it's her turn for others to help, and things have gotten weird, and we're just trying to figure it out. Anyway, I didn't mean to air all that garbage, but the point is... No, it's good. This is, this is one of those situations, and sometimes it's exacerbated by serious circumstances like these right. cancer diagnoses, diagnoses right. or... Other things in life that are much bigger, like you said, than just some guy who's like, well, I think there's flat. Why? Because I ain't never seen the globe up front or, you know, whatever. Yeah, right. yeah. You can get yeah. through those. And sorry, South, I didn't mean to do that again to you. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah. It's always that voice. Oh. We're used to it. So any, um, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'll, t- I'll say this too. I'm a huge fan of the feeling. It's some of the best uh-huh. dopamine you can ever have of when you admit, can admit that you had it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, right, yeah. And a lot of people just straight up will never do it. But even though most of us are hesitant to do it, we won't do it at first. We have to sometimes we have to be chipped away at for a while, but it feels so good to just go, mm-hmm. you know what? Mm-hmm. I had that totally wrong. It clears and, right. Oh, it, it feels yeah. so good, dude. It's yeah. just like it's like I don't know what it is. It's one of the most freeing things you can do. And I and we're so I, I agree, but not everybody and I think the reason it feels good for people like you and me is that we have that as again sort of a a, a part of our identity. We believe ourselves to be someone who can change our mind. Um, and so it feels good to to do something like that. But not everybody I actually I think that might 
I really think that that's kind of the minority. Um, mm. It's definitely not the majority of people yeah. who feel like they can uh, they can change. I think people think that they can, but we 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 tend to be entrenched. Um, yeah, and and that's everybody. Even you, there are opinions that you and I have that we are would be very hard to change, even though, um, <laughs> you know. Well, here's a they, fun example. This happened yesterday. Carter is trying to show her friend Alicia. Uh, what we do in the shadows. She'd never seen the movie. So she wanted to show her the movie because here in our house, that is a hallowed film. We love that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're getting ready to rent it the other night and do all this stuff. And I hear Carter downstairs. Her and I are just this way with each other, but I hear her go, dad, you're wrong. I said, I'm wrong about what? I yell down. We're not seeing each other's face, by the way. She's just yeah, way yeah. downstairs. I'm upstairs. She goes, this movie came out in 2014. I go, it, it absolutely did not come out in 2014. That came out in 2015. I'm 100% sure on it because that's the year Fury Road came out. I think of three movies that year. That, Sicario, sure. and Fury Road are three of my favorite movies of the year. And I, she goes, nope, 2014, look it up. And I went, I promise you it's 2015. And my wife's like, you guys are going to kill me. And I said, <laughs> I said, well, let me look it up. And, I, and sure enough, I was right that in the States, when it finally hit theaters, 2015, but it premiered mm. in 2014 at Sundance and made some other and some smaller runs in other places yeah. during that year before the uh-huh. year ended. So we were both right about it, but we were having the hardest time coming together on that point. Yeah, and I realized yeah. it's a small dumb thing, right? Big deal, right? But I realized at the end of it, I'm like, this is so stupid. This is so <laughs> stupid because actually, who cares? Right? What, what do I actually right, have a, right, an invested right. in this idea? Gained? Yeah, this is the whole Dale Carnegie thing. What have you now? What have what have each of you gained from this? Right. And the answer was nothing, <laughs> right. other than we kind of had right. a laugh afterwards, but nothing. Gain nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. that's another yeah. thing that I try to keep in mind is when I'm when I'm feeling the urge to argue with somebody is is I ask myself the question: Do I like do I really need them to agree with me? You know, right. like is right. is that something I need? Well, if not, what, then why? Right. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Do you know? Am I doing this because it it helps? It will help them in maybe a health situation or in a right. in a uh, safety situation. Well, yeah. Then it's like, no, you really need to know that you shouldn't be uh, drinking that snake oil or whatever. But if it's like a no, it's not flat. It, it, it's it's round. Like, oh, well, what's the point? What you know? What do I gain right. from telling them if mm-hmm. they stay away from the edge of the earth because they're afraid they're going to fall off? That's fine. That's just fine. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Because the end result is they still won't fall off the earth. They still won't fall off the edge of the earth. You know, I'm not saving. I'm not, it's not a safety issue. Yeah, right. that's yeah. true. Well, interesting. Yeah. I, you know, I hope. Do you do you recommend like any books or people to follow that are just good at this sort of stuff? So not, not I actually, it's to, funny that you bring you know. that. Up. I wasn't gonna say it, but because you just made me think of it, um, there is a really great book. Um, it's called The Skeptic's Guide to the. The, it's the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, I think, is it's a it's a podcast. You may have heard of the podcast. I've heard of the podcast, yeah, yeah. But they all the all of them wrote a book also. Um, and uh, a Skeptics, I'm looking it up. Skeptic's Guide to the Universe book. Uh, but um, it's a really good book, and it's a really good primer for uh, for skeptical thinking and and how to how to do that they talk a little bit about being being humble and but if you if you want a primer for that kind of thinking then that's what i would do but um yeah 
that's okay. Uh, my my thought petered out. I apologize. That's all right. That's all right. Look, that's right. You, that's get the, you get the point across. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Point, point taken. That's all that matters. Yeah. That we took your point. Yeah. Uh, well, that's fantastic, Bobby. Tell people about all around science, where more of this great discussion happens each and every week. Um, the podcast that I do every week is called All Around Science, and we do all so we talk about science stuff, and that's what we like to talk about. There's it's not more complicated than that. <laughs> um, we just recently talked about a new back, uh, antibiotic that was uh, developed, a new whole class of antibiotics that's going to help fight antibiotic resistance. Oh, so that's good because yeah. because that's a problem that resistance. Yes, business. it is a big problem, yeah. and um, if this works. Then, then it'll open up a new avenue, a new strategy for dealing with bacterial infections. It'll be really, really cool. Do you? I know we talked for a while. Do you have time for one, uh, like two minutes? Yeah. Uh, to me to say something about yeah, Las Vegas. Of course, of course. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I I vetted this with Brian first, so I'm not speaking out of turn. Um, <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, but you are I allowed was, uh, to speak. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, we, the, every year there's a board game event at TMS Vegas where we get together, and I and we're doing that again this year, right, Brian? Yeah. Correct. Yep. I yeah. don't know exactly which day. I think it'll be Wednesday, but but don't hold me to that. This yeah. we're still waiting on uh, something from Sand Dollar and James and Svet. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but so, we are we are looking at six hours though, right? Instead of four. Well, the, that's one of the announcements. Yes. Yeah, oh, so, sorry. So one of the things that um, <laughs> I was talking to Ducey. Everyone knows Ducey, uh, or has heard of Ducey. Um, he goes. To be, he's the big board game guy, and him and I were talking because we thought it would be really, really great to get more people. Love going to the board game event, but I see a lot of like walking around, observing mm-hmm. people playing games, and there's a whole big table of board games always there that lots of people bring, and and you might see those games and think, oh, that looks interesting, but I don't know how to play it, and I don't know how to get other people to play it with me yeah. if I don't know how to play it. Yeah. So we came up with this idea for people to sign up um, for for board games, express interest in games that they might want to play, and also if you have a board game that you know how to play and want other people to play with you, you can sign up for to it's put that on a spreadsheet. Yeah. and get other people oh, to love sign this. up to play it with you. Yeah. Um, and so it, just a more organized kind of way to get people to to play more games during that board game event, right? What yeah. if the sign-ups um, say nothing but Dungeon Murder? What if it's just Dungeon Murder the whole way up and down? <laughs> then what are we so going to do? Wanna... What are we going to do then? Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to buy more more copies of Dungeon Murder, <laughs> oh, apparently. Oh, crap. Shoot. All right. Another another batch on its way. No, I'm kidding. I love so this you, idea. It's a really great idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's something we needed because a lot of times I'd miss out on a game I really wanted to play because I was playing something else and I didn't see, oh, they've started playing that already. Shoot. I wanted to get in on that one. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I, I love that this is- Well, I also like that it's kind of two-tiered, right? Because not only can we get people int- or playing the things they're interested in, but also that extra couple of hours is going to make a giant difference. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, what that's what, and that's what, because that's after we talked, me and Ducey kept saying, "Man, we wish we wish it was just a little bit longer, like maybe two yeah. hours longer." And so I and Ducey was like, "But I guess we can't do anything about it." And so I said, "No, I'm, I'm just going to message Brian, find yeah. out. Yeah. Maybe we can't do anything about it." And then Brian made it happen. So. Yeah, made it happen. So um, yeah, and it'll it'll the way it looks like it'll uh, extend is one hour in each direction because I think we started at twelve and went to four, yeah. and mm-hmm. rather than go twelve to six. We'll bump it back an hour. 
11 to 5, and that right. way people still have a chance to go out and get dinner and, and that sort of thing before whatever the evening event is yeah. that day. That's great. So if you want to sign up for things and you want to see what other people are planning to do, there's only a few things on there because we haven't obviously told very many people, but you go to the TMS Vegas um, Discord channel that has been there for a long time, and if you go to the pins, one of the pins there that uh, was is called a TMS Vegas Master Sheet. Mm-hmm. Um there's a there's a couple of things on there, but um, one of the tabs is game sign up and game list and wish list. If you go to the game sign up, you 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 list a game that you want to run. So like I have on there, evolution host is Bobby, and then you put the length and when you what the start time when you might want to play it and everything. And people can sign up, put their names on there. Like Nikki has uh, agreed to play that game with me, and um, and then uh, if you just have a game that you've that you've want that you know someone has or want to see if you've wanted to play but maybe you don't have it or or something like that you can put it on the games list list if you're going to bring a game you can list it on there and other people can express whether they want to play if you and all that kind of stuff so check it out it's pretty self-explanatory the sheet so Mm -hmm. um and if if people have questions let us know so we can make things more clear this is kind of the first time we're doing this Mm -hmm. and i need to um i'll do a new link because right now we've got the 2023 board game list linked over there on uh, uh, Viva TMS Vegas, so I'll need to get a link to the the newest one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, over there on, and maybe one day, maybe sometime, I don't know how these things work, but maybe you can come up with a tiny URL or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To, to make sure. it easier for people to, to find it rather than having to go to the Discord or something. But, yeah, yeah, right. Totally you should go to the Discord that. anyway. Yeah. You should. Yeah, it's a good place to discuss where, you know, the... Frequently asked question: Should I start booking my hotel now? No, wait <laughs> every until... other day. <laughs> exactly. Please mm. wait until we have the booking code. We uh, don't have the booking code yet, but prices uh, look like they're going to be comparable, and maybe even in the case of the um, resort fees, better than the Cyber Monday deal. So mm. Mm. Um, yeah. So hold off. Wait. 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 And, yeah. Uh, and we'll let you know. Uh, yeah, yep. believe me, as soon as I get the contract, I'll sign it, well, I'll review it, then I'll sign it, and I'll... Uh, <laughs> that's an important uh, first step. That's an important first step, <laughs> just make sure they haven't put anything weird in there. Um, but uh, I'll just say right now, I know she doesn't, I know neither of them listen, but boy, I miss Bernadette and how quick she was to get the contract to me. Anytime we made a change, boom, I had it that yeah. afternoon, a new contract, so... Yeah, she was on it. She was on it. Uh, And also, everyone bug Schleicher to come, all right? We'd like him to come to this thing. for sure, yeah. Um, You know you'll see Bobby there. Bobby, thanks for hanging with us. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and we'll see you you next time. Bye now. See you, Bobby. All righty. That went great. That was great, yeah. Exciting stuff. All right. uh, We're out of here except one final thing. Yeah. Got another anonymous... uh, Listener on the text line, 801 okay. who sent this in. Their headline was Three Amigos and uh, Northern Exposure. And I didn't know what that meant and because I've forgotten all about most of the show. And I'm yeah. really, we really are. Kim and I are enjoying the hell out of our rewatch. It's great. Says this, Scott, do yourself a favor and skip ahead to season three, episode 15. Uh, three Amigos in, Nor- in Northern Exposure. I think it's my favorite episode. I read Call of the Wild for the first time after watching it back when it first aired. I am digging the fact that it's on Prime now. Thanks for bringing it to my attention. So I haven't jumped ahead to see what this is yet. But hmm. do. Yeah, what exactly the three amigos. Yeah. Like, what, how is it? 
it's does, not. Does Steve Martin not, and uh, uh, <laughs> Martin Short and Chevy Chase make an appearance? Probably not. But probably not, right? I, I can't imagine. Let's look at the synopsis. Uh, okay. It says Maurice and Holling venture into an Alaskan wilderness to bury a recently deceased friend. Ooh, this sounds like a fun survivory thing. Bottle episode kind of thing. Yeah, I like those. I like where Chris and uh, Polly uh, Polly Walnuts get stuck out in the yes, woods. Exactly. Yeah. Did you know that episode was directed by Steve Buscemi or Buscemi? You you mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, I think I just got to say Buscemi. I can't do it. You can you can't say the. It correct just way sounds so wrong to me. Buscemi? It sounds yeah, so wrong. Buscemi. 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 I've never. He's got s- a semi going. <laughs> Boo! I've never said it right my whole life, and now I'm being asked to change it. It's hard. Right now, exactly after all this time, Buscemi. Um Yeah, he's he's going to come up uh, in my recommendal this this week or next week. Ooh, really? Something yeah. new from Stephen Buscemi? Something Buscemi? something newish? All right, yeah, newish. Where he's Jewish? All right, great. <laughs> That'll do it for today's show. Thank you all very much. Uh, send us those texts, those voicemails to 801 yeah. or you can email us at themorningstream at gmail.com. If you're looking for all our essential links for the show, you can find them at frogpants.com slash TMS. All right, Brian, song, song blue. Song. Uh, we're going to go uh, to Jeff Smith, who wrote in, not the guy who, uh, who created Bone, but a different Jeff Smith. Mm. Who would have thought that that's such a popular name? Mm. Hello, America. This is my first time writing in for a request, but this is a special occasion. January 15th this year marks for me a half century on this planet. Being a child of the 80s, I love ELO and Def Leppard, so I was wondering if you could play for me Def Leppard's cover of ELO's uh, 10538 Overture. Thanks in advance. Jeff Smith. P.S. While I have your attention, and despite your comedy rule, please, please, please sack Superfuzz, a.k.a. Super Snooper, on film sack. Terrence Hill talking to a fish, and Ernest Borgnine dancing on a flying bubblegum bubble sounds right in film sack's wheelhouse. It does to me, too. That's that's an exception I would make, because even though it's meant to be a yeah. comedy film, it's from a very specific time and place, and they, they're yeah. just different, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we did. No, I would, I would be, I'd be cool with Super Fuzz. That feels like, yeah. it feels like there'd be enough to, to poke at with that one. Agreed. We're doing it. Yeah. You know what? Count on it. We'll put it on the list. We're putting it in. Yeah, for sure. Right. Cool. Plus, oh. Gunner is Borgnine. How can yeah. you complain about that? Plus, it's his birthday, and now he, since he's that old, he gets this. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Nice, nicely Perfect. done. Um, they showed a, a, the trailer for Jim Cotta. Right before the beekeeper. By the way, saw the beekeeper uh, at the theaters this last weekend, folks. Mm-hmm. And uh, Statham, uh, it's you know, it's it's it might have well, it might as well have been a transporter film. Really, mm-hmm. just could have been transporter five or six or whatever number they're on. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, it's good. It's exactly what you think it is. It's like an homage to '90s action films, but. They go after phishing scammers and crypto bros. So wow. it's like, ah, ripped from today's headlines. I'm I'm sufficiently curious about it given I like these I like these wick likes. Would you say it fits yeah. nicely in that? Is it a wick like? Yes. Okay. It's a wick alike, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. somebody shot his bee and now he's mad because a bee died or something like that? <laughs> uh, no, but you think. No, he uh they shot well, I won't say because it's a little bit of a, a spoiler. All right. But uh uh, Bombat says, "Why did they show a trailer for an old movie? That is what that is what um, Alamo Drafthouse does. The thirty minutes before a film are here are weird movies, weird clips, weird video clips, weird trailers. I put a couple of them in the um, the film sack 
chat, especially the Ugandan Expendables, which if you have not watched the trailer for the Ugandan Expendables, it is a treat. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, it's worth watching. Uh, go go to the film sack chat in the Discord and watch the uh, trailer I posted for Ugandan Exp- Expendables. Yeah. Jim Cotta looks terrible. I've never seen it, but it looks awful. So. Oh, it looks so, looks so perfect for film sack and so horrible. Yeah, but yeah. only available to to pay to rent anyway that's neither here nor there uh def leppard in uh, 2006 released an album called yeah which was all covers had an exclamation point so that's why i pronounce it like that Mm. in on there they included this cover of elo's 10538 overture uh here is def leppard covering elo
Get more at frogpants.com. Who the hell is King Willie? Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.